Hey, my name is Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not the animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think that animal is on a scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except not at all like that really in any way. We're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from, and we're at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. This is... Wayne. Steve. Rod. Ish. And we are... The, the Hounds of Zaa. Happy birthday, Gravity Beard. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. It's not his birthday. I know. <laughs> it's like a birthday, isn't it? An anniversary. A froze. You said birthday. I did, sorry. I don't think so. Oh, hey, I'm Drew. I mean, I'm not caving an ET skill for baseball bat. You'll find me hosting the Terra Firmer podcast. I'd just like to send out a huge congratulations to all the folks over at Gravity Beard for reaching the one year anniversary of their show. That show is amazing. You guys are great. Where's my invitation to come on? No, seriously. I mean, like, come on. Hey, this is Josh from the Our Americana and Karen and Ellen Letters podcasts. Want to congratulate Gravity Beard on a year of wonderfully quirky stories from a refreshingly unique point of view. I can't wait to see what your second year brings. Time to check show. Welcome to the Gravity Beard podcast. This is episode 39.1. Recording today in Studio A. Thank you as always to our listeners. We appreciate your continued support. Today we're continuing our week-long anniversary celebration. This is part two, where we'll spend more time pulling back the curtain. As part of that, a few guests return to the show, and another makes their first appearance. I also get an answer to a very important question, is my podcast going to get me fired? Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Like most new podcasters, we had no idea what we were doing. In the beginning, I did just enough research to know how to get our content out to the public. We didn't have a logo, we had no presence on social media, we didn't do any pre- or post-production, and we had no music of any kind. We just turned on the mic, recorded, and then uploaded the raw audio. Let's take a look back and listen to what that sounded like. All right, this is the uh, Gravity Beer Podcast. This is a special edition episode uh, because tonight is game one of the NBA Finals uh, between the Golden State Warriors and uh, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So because of that, I brought in two guys that know way more about the NBA than I do, uh, my friend Patrick and my friend Scott. Uh, guys, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks, 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 thanks for, for having me. us. And so you guys are big NBA fans. Obviously, this is highly anticipated, so you're excited about the game. Well, I think what's, before we start talking is, I mean, it's, like, who are you rooting for? You know, because then you're going to have, like, what biases are we Cavaliers. bringing here? Okay, i in the same boat. I'm on, I'm on Team Cavs. And then, of course, there was this, the first episode of The Meat Bet. Okay. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Uh, this is the preview show of the uh, NBA Finals. This is Game 1 tonight. 
Uh, we did an earlier uh, game preview show uh, this morning that we that we uploaded already. Uh, this one is different because I've got a different person uh, in the studio with me. And uh, the reason we're doing this is because he and I are on the opposite side of this matchup. So, um, how are you feeling tonight? I'm excited about this series because you got a fully healthy Cavs team. Uh... That aired on June 2nd, 2016. And as you can imagine, that is really hard for me to listen to. Even a few seconds of it makes me cringe. And not that our show sounds amazing today, but it has improved immensely from the first few episodes. Well, it took a while, but by episode 10, we finally came up with a theme song. It was called In The Mix, and it was by a friend of the show named Jake Dexter. He's a performer and producer, and he's actually really fantastic. You can find him at jakedexter.com. We tell the brief story of that first theme song at the beginning of that same episode. In episode 34, we changed the theme song. Now we're using a song called Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. We made the switch because we wanted to get a faster start to the show. These days, we almost exclusively use music from the YouTube Audio Library and freemusicarchive.org. But in the beginning, we actually had some luck reaching out to some higher-profile bands we liked that gave us permission to use their stuff on the show. So early episodes featured music by Cake, Guster, The Polyphonic Spree, and Electric Guest. Also, you'll notice we occasionally use material from a band called The Hounds of Czar. They're a great band out of Swansea, South Wales. They've been friends of the show since we stumbled across them in January of this year. One of the best things about podcasting is the community of podcasters. In the last year, I've made friends all over the United States, Scotland, Wales, Trinidad and Tobago, Australia, and many other places. I've actually never met any of these people in person, but they're real genuine relationships. But my closest relationship is my friend from Bakersfield, California. It's Chris Brayton of the More Good Than podcast, and I've asked Chris to join me now. Chris, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm always great when I'm talking to you, my brother. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for coming on the first anniversary show. I know. Bone anniversary, my friend. This is great. I'm so happy. It's been one year. It, it, it's gone by really quickly. So let's jump right in. What I want to get into first with you is talk to me about the overall nature of the podcast community and the type of people that are in it. That's a big question. But it, the biggest thing that I could take from it is family. It's nuts. It is. It, it, to think that all of these different people with all of these shows that are so different from true crime to people talking about their poop, you know, on different shows, you know what I mean? Like we're going from like these insane differences, but it's all this familial community of people just trying to help each other out, listening to each other's shows. I have never met a more open group between like part and family, the movie pod squad uh you just started the underdog pod community then there's the podcast we listen to podcast we listen to uh group the podcast discovery center every single one of those people is out there to help each other i where does that come from you know what i'm saying it's crazy yeah isn't that amazing like you said it's a huge melting pot yeah people are so different it's a giant spectrum of personalities and backgrounds but we all have this common thread and everybody seems to be encouraging and helpful and just nice. It feels like if everybody just started a podcast, we'd have world peace because everyone treats each other so well. <laughs> it, is, it is few and far between that you'll meet a bad egg. It's all just been so positive. That, I, I, it was unexpected for me. You know, when I started a podcast, I was like, I'm just going to do this hobby that I've discovered. I had no idea what the community would be like. And it's really been a pleasant surprise. 
you were one of my first podcast friends. I mean, it's been almost a year that we've started talking to each other. So let me let me just ask you specifically about about my show. What was your initial impression of the Gravity Beard podcast? <laughs> I liked you a ton. I remember the first time I uh, listening to it. I said, "This guy's got this guy's got it going on." I like his. I like the cut of his jib. But I remember thinking, because um, you because we we we've since talked about it. I loved your interview shows so much. Like those are the ones that I looked forward to. First one I listened to is when you talked to your dad about technology, which was very funny. Right. I liked it a ton. Right, that was early on. And then we, and I think the first one we did together was when we did the the football, the the Packer Cowboy yep. episode, which was funny. Yep. But then I remembered, like, gosh, like these are not timely. That was always the funny thing. Is like, ah, I guess we don't. You know, <laughs> that's that's what it was. And so I remember us having that conversation. Where we said, just do just do the interviews, man. You have the best. You're one of the best interviewers that I've ever met. Like that's yes. Yeah, so, so so the first time, thank you for that. So the first time we connected was about three months after I started my show, and about a month. I look back and found our first our first connection. It was in early. It was late 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 August and early September. And and I'd asked you for a promo for your show to play on my show. That's and right. That, and that. Yeah, and um, that conversation evolved into you you sending me an email with some tips that you had for my show, which which I implemented almost all of your ideas, almost everything that I could implement that you suggested, I, I added to my show. Yeah, I think it it was we I did the voiceover, the stinger, right? That's that's how we started it, and it was it was we both were so new to like reaching out and I think so both of us were our first I feel like we were both of us were some of our first community members that we found out which I feel really lucky because geez dude you know everybody it is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) that's weird for you to say that because that's exactly how I feel about you I feel like you're a networking giant and and you had that opinion about me but but yeah yeah I look at you and, and you've been on every show and you know all these people so even after you gave me some really, really good tips and I implemented a lot of those tips, you know, my show still lacked identity. You know, people always, even today, even to some degree, they had, they have trouble explaining what my show is about, but even, it was much worse back then. And, but, but you actually pointed out that you said, you said, Hey, Chris, eventually you said, Chris, essentially you have an interview show. And, um, and, and I thought about it, I was like, man, you're right. And it should, it should have been obvious to me, but it, it took an outside perspective, you to point that out, and and that's kind of where I've started to settle into things, and, and so I really point to you as is helping me figure that out. Man, I mean, it's I love that that's been our journey together this last year. I and it's been sure. between us texting each other and uh, like we've bounced off ideas between each other a lot, and it's been a really nice creative process because for me, I have my co-hosts on my show. But like that's kind of like a, a separate like pocket where we just record. But like the actual like community, networking, Twitter, Facebook, all those different things. That's kind of been me and you going back and forth between in terms of growing our show and growing our audience, and connecting. You're the one that introduced me to Josh from Our American and Karen Ellers. Like like, and that's been a huge uh, relationship for both of us. I know. Um, yes, yeah, that, that's how that's how um, oblivious I am. Like I didn't even know that. I, I don't even remember being, you know, the connection, uh, your connection to Josh. And, and then when he pointed out, hey, it was that phone call, <clears throat> that nosy, pushy phone call that I made to him that that 
caused him to continue to podcast. Like until he brought that up, I totally forgot about the, the phone call and I had no idea the type of influence it had. It was just me hearing the show. I was like, this is an amazing show. I, I, I wonder if he even knows how amazing it is. Everybody likes encouragement and positivity. And so I'm going to, I'm going to send this guy a direct message and ask if I can, if I can call him. It's very forward. It's not even my personality, but I just felt compelled to reach out to him. And, and he was gracious enough. He was nice enough to, you know, to allow me to call him. And, uh, and I, I just said, I just said, I, I don't, uh, you probably know this. Maybe you do know. If you don't know this, I, I just wanted to call you and tell you what, an, what, a, how terrific you are at this. Like you're really, really good. And you have an amazing show. Uh, and again, he accepted it really well. He's such a nice person. Uh, but I, but I didn't know, like we, we, it was a very friendly conversation. Don't remember how long it lasted. And then we hung up and, and that was it. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even have the awareness of, of some of the stuff maybe that I've done. I, I didn't know that I connected you to Josh and, you know, who knows? I just didn't know. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that that's, I've always liked about you is your humility. I, I like that about you that you just don't understand the the power that you have you and also you and, 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 and you in the general sense as well, that to be a positive force. And that's the big thing about the podcasting community is we all just want someone to say at some point, Hey, I really dig what you're doing. And that means like just one person saying that is worth all the work that you put into it because it means that you're you've put something out there whether it's a, a great interview a, a funny show about movies a, a thing about small town life whatever it is you're putting art out there into the world and then once you start to become part of the community and guessing in other people's shows and being mentioned then you just create something bigger and something that's outside of yourself and it, it's really a powerful feeling and i know that you felt that too and it's been and There's I no just, question. Yeah. yeah, and I love that. Really, it started with us just t- uh, messaging each other on Facebook, <laughs> it's, you know, and going yeah. on this crazy yeah. journey together. Yeah, it's nuts. Where you're solving the DB Cooper case now, you know, uh, and and all that different. And you're solving DB Cooper. Uh, I started a network. You know what I mean? Like all these different things that we've right. Just that's the yeah. thing is you don't know where. The, we're like, I'm just going to turn on the microphone and do a silly podcast. You just don't know what's on the road in front of you until you get there. And it's just, it's these things that are just so unanticipated. Yeah, you, it's most of it. I think what it is, and especially with you, you have a yes attitude. It's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's nothing wrong with things not working, but always just being moving forward is basically what it is. And taking everything one step at a time and just building, building something and like I think you calling Josh is one of the biggest like examples of that is like I want to tell this guy that he does a great job and so like why not you know that's 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 kind of your attitude like why not you know just do it yeah I, I've run countless ideas by you I do it all the time I don't, I don't even know if my if my hit rate is 50 50 but but I can always count on you for um, for honest feedback like if it's a bad idea even when I persist and try to talk you into it you you hold your ground. And you say, "No, man, that's a bad idea. Don't do that." I, you know that is that's a good friend. Yeah, it sounds like I'm being a jerk, but I guess I guess yeah. No, okay. yeah, no. Listen, I, I agree. That is the definition of a good friend is one that 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 is willing to tell you, "No, don't do that. That's a bad idea. I don't care how much you push on it. It's a bad. It's just a bad idea, and uh, and don't do it because you won't. We won't be happy with it." And um, and I usually don't do it. I've I've taken your advice probably a yeah. hundred times out of a hundred. There was this, um, there was that and, one and, time and, when you wanted to do the 
the all nude Gravity Beard show, and I just said, "Gosh, man, that is just not your thing." I'm just. <laughs> well, I, I think if I remember, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. That is not true. If I remember. Uh, oh no, you're not kidding. It could be good. If I remember, you actually didn't object to the idea and concept, but you said, "Hey, I don't know if you realize this, but this is an audio medium." Right. It's no, kind of no one's even going to know that you're naked. So it's so it's kind of pointless. <laughs> it's, it's pointless for you to sit there naked and, and record a podcast. Right. <laughs> so it's not a bad it's not a bad idea. It's just a stupid idea. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'll I'll I'm going to start a YouTube channel, which I haven't done. <laughs> Which I haven't done yet, but maybe I will. No, of course that was I did not suggest that idea, but um, but dare to dream. But no, my, th- that's the thing is my my show is I I intentionally created my show to be experimental and constantly be experimental to the point where if I think I come up with a good idea that's good enough, and I had the resources, I put them on a list, and someday I'll spin off other podcasts. You know that that's the spirit behind a lot of my ideas. You know right. that's maybe what's happening with with this week today is that that's a simple platform that could easily be its own show. And so my, my show, although it is settling into an identity, it's probably an interview and discussion show. That's what it is. Um, but it's still an incubator. That, that's how I see my show. That's how I see Gravity Beard. Yeah, it's, it's a blast, isn't it? It's so much fun. You, have, you put a lot of work it into really it. Is. But in the end, at the end of the day, it's, it's fun. You're having a good time. And whether you're famous from yeah, it, yeah. and like what is fame, you know, besides people just knowing who you are and you've absolutely 100% accomplish that. People know who you are and know that you're a, yeah. that you're a, you put out a quality show that, and you're great at being a, a podcast friend. You know, e- even to this day, you're a source of encouragement, you know, and advice to me and, and to my show. Uh, because as recently as two months ago, I sent you a text message saying I was going to shut down my show. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember that very vividly. Yeah, I'm so glad you didn't because your show is... I, I feel like your show has turned into something really special, Chris. And I'm just always so glad that I was able to talk you out of it. And I mean, you give me a lot of credit for that, but I really know that it was, because most of it was just me talking you through what, what you really wanted to do. And you did it. You turned it in. And right. You, like, you have a gift for finding these really interesting and unique individuals to have on your show. And uh, I know I've turned, my wife is now a fan of your show. I mean, I, I tell people about your show oh, cool. all the time and, and she loves, and I love too, but and other people love the, the weird and amazing people you have on your show and you do a really good job sh- showcasing who they are and all of their uniqueness. And, uh, anyway, I just, I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you stuck to it too. And you're going to, I'm glad that we get to grow together and, um, do this thing and to do this whole community together and it's, it's been great and I, I, I really enjoy our back and forth that we have on our shows um, too. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, th- thank you for those comments. I, I really do feel like we're really close friends and we've never met each other in person. Per- <laughs> we've never met each other in person but, <laughs> but but we talk all the time. You know, there'll be days in a row where we talk almost every day. Yeah, uh, for sure. One way or the other and and, and yeah, so so man, you've been a great friend and, and, and you probably undersell your own uh, ability to encourage and, and encourage people and build them up. So, cause that, cause that's the role. You, you, not only are you a creative person that helps me move forward with good ideas and avoid terrible ideas, but also you're just, if I need a pep talk, um, you do, you do give a pep talk, but you give it honestly. And that, and that's what I wanted to do. I, I just wanted to recognize you for being an incredible friend uh, and a direct influence on the show in, in countless ways. 
and just to point out the fact that you basically saved the show. You know, it, 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 the show may not. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, so nice. Like, yeah. Man. So, so thanks. Don't Thank make me you cry. So much. You're making me cry, which is easy to do. <laughs> As we've known, it's I've, very easy to make. Yeah, me cry. no, I, I am definitely not trying to make you cry, but I did want to take this opportunity uh, I, as part of my celebration of my first anniversary is to have people on that have played a major, major role in the show, and, and to have good conversations with them about it. So, um, so thank you, Chris Brayton, and thanks for coming on and being part of our first anniversary celebration. Thanks, Chris. I, I love being on. Yeah, you bet. Okay, uh, we'll talk to you soon. It's now time to pull back the curtain even further. You're about to learn some things about the show that have never been revealed up to this point. We'll do this while visiting with our next guest today. She's never been on the show, but she indirectly affects whether this podcast will continue even one more day into the future. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Leslie. Leslie, how are you? Good. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but I have a podcast. I have heard that and I have seen activity. So you're aware of the podcast? Yes. As a matter of fact, we're on the podcast right now. For those in the audience that don't know, I'm actually not a professional full-time podcaster. I do have a real job of sorts. Just to pull back the curtain at the beginning of each episode, when I say I'm recording in Studio A, that's basically my desk here at work. Leslie, you and I work in the same place. What is your official job title? My official title is office manager. Office manager. In reality, what does that job entail? Can I say it on here? I don't really know. We're not going to use anyone's names or the place of our business or anything like that. So you can you can at least describe what your job entails. Um, I'm like old Mother Hubbard. I have many, many children. <laughs> and I do my best to take care of them and keep them in line. And, and hopefully in the end, we all make money. So, but the people that you're describing, those are full-grown adults. Yes, like they are. Like you're not describing a, a classroom full of grade school children. No, they are of age. <laughs> okay, maybe you're like a um, like a house mom a, or something. A house mom. That you're, would be a pretty good description. You're a, bit, you're a little bit like the house mom here. Yes. Okay, fair enough. And so you listen to podcasts, right? Recently, yes. I've just started. So you may not be aware, but we're about to... I mean, we are celebrating our first anniversary on the show. Congratulations. Yeah, we've completed a year of broadcasting. That's awesome. Right. So we've done a little over 50 episodes. Actually, by the time this airs, it'll be in the low 50s. So that's a lot of broadcasting. We've recorded a lot of that content right here where you and I work. So what I wanted to ask you is, at any point, do you think my job is in jeopardy as a result of recording a podcast in my office? Um, Well, I know what you make. And you're holding your own, so I would say no, it's not in jeopardy at this point. Okay, so so is so because I've successfully recorded a year's worth of podcasting. I just want to know as we look into the future of the show, is my job in jeopardy if I continue to record a podcast? Uh, you, as you, long you, as you are bringing in money, you, you I would think, say you are safe. You think I can get away with podcasting? It's it's all about production. Okay, I just want I just want to make that clear. So every, everyone in the office does a pretty good job of of being productive and staying focused but we also know how to have fun here right absolutely right for sure like that that's kind of one of the things we're marked by is, that's is we, we do our kind jobs. of our culture absolutely so so we we do our jobs really well but we also know how to have fun so so we've had electronic dance parties we've had fireball friday we've had various happy hours uh many of these things we've done in the middle of the afternoon right here in the office correct also almost directly outside my office is a ping pong table yes 
What's your opinion of the ping pong table? Uh, it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I haven't actually seen you play on the ping pong. Have you ever I played? have never played. You've never played on the no. ping pong? Have you played ping pong before? I have. And how come you haven't partaken of the ping pong table right here in our office? Because I am too busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, you know, kind of indirectly, you and the office and whatever have been a part of the show for, for the first year of its existence, so I just wanted to have you on the show. Now, I know you listen, you've just started listening to podcasts, but you've probably never been on a podcast. This is a first for me. So now you've been on a podcast. What do you think? It was not on my bucket list, but I guess I'm <laughs> glad that I had this opportunity. Thank you for including me. I know you have had several people in the office. I have. There's been a, a small parade of people that have participated in the show. Well, I just want to ask you a favor. If at any point you feel like I'm in jeopardy of getting fired as a result of my show, just give me the heads up. Well, just keep me making money and it's all going to be good. All right. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on. All right. Bye. Well, like anything in life, there are no guarantees. And it's highly conditional, it sounds like, but it seems like the show is safe for now. My next guest is Tyler Grisham. Tyler and I worked together, and not only was he featured in an episode of the show, but he secured for us one of our most popular guests. We recently sat down to reminisce, and like so many others, this conversation started out with an awkward and unnecessary tangent. What's that? Has it been anywhere unsanitary? Why are you asking that? Because you don't want me to lift the mic. Has it been... Should I be concerned? Nope. Mm-mm, you shouldn't be concerned. Are we recording right now? <clears throat> yep. Okay, interesting. So the mic can or cannot be licked. I mean, you're you're the guest, so I guess to be a gracious host, if you want to lick the microphone, it's your prerogative. I just prefer that you don't. Okay. I think that's a great way to start our, our discussion today. I agree. What a segue. <laughs> that's a great segue. You can pretty much go anywhere from there. <laughs> okay, so let's start here. So I'm sitting here with my friend Tyler, who has participated both on the air and behind the scenes on the show. So, for example, Tyler, you were actually featured in episode 15, where we discussed your experience driving in a presidential motorcade, Mm -hmm. if you remember that. Yeah. And then, more importantly, your behind-the-scenes role, people probably don't know that you're the man that's almost solely responsible for Lisa Gale appearing on our show. Do you want to talk about the genesis of that idea? Yes, that's exactly what I want to talk about, is I want you to tell a short version of the story about how Lisa Gale appeared on our show and how you were instrumental in making that happen. We've been, we've both been big fans of hers for quite a while. No question. I think I said, dude, just pick up the phone and call her. And I think you were a little bit hesitant to do that. And I think one day on the way to lunch, I said, screw it. I'm just going to Google her name. I'm going to find her and call her. And I did. That's exactly what happened. And she called me back. We talked a little while. We texted. Things may have gotten steamy for a little while, and uh, as they will, yeah, naturally, mm-hmm. with a beautiful woman, it tends to happen. And uh, I think she came in like a week later, or maybe two weeks later, for an interview. Yeah, I don't remember, but you had uh, arranged the details. Yes, and she was going to come out and meet with us and sit in studio and do a live interview. Which I'm trying to think of the other guests outside of just regular participants in the show. I'm trying to think if we've had any other guests that did. Well, my dad, but but I had to take my equipment to my dad because my dad won't leave his house, mm-hmm. which is a, a whole another nother, story. It's whole, yeah, listen to the episodes with my dad, and you'll understand. <laughs> but he's not re- he, he's reluctant to accommodate anybody. Mm-hmm. But but other than that one example, I can't think of anyone else that's that's been nice enough to take some time out of their schedule and make a live appearance. Like she that. came from a pretty good distance, and and we really appreciate it. 
you were featured on an episode. You're responsible for Lisa Gale being on the show, but there is one more thing. Do you know what other thing that's an element of the show that you are solely responsible for? Uh-uh. You can't think of it? No. In the beginning, it was important to me to maintain anonymity. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Okay. It's not as important anymore because I'm real active in social media and, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people and I just have been, I haven't been that uptight about it. Mm-hmm. But you are responsible for one significant element to the show. Tove? That's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm excited the, by this. The way that I refer to myself and the way that other people that come on the show and all of our social media and everywhere, the way that they refer to me... It's Tove. It's Tove. Well, you might want to tell everybody about your uh, your passport as well. I don't remember. It remind me about the passport. So in the passport application process, you actually figure out... <laughs> oh, that's right. You actually figure you tell them other names you go by. And legally, you are now referred to as a Tove by the government. Yeah, the U.S. government now recognizes the Tove as, as a possible <laughs> identity for me. Yes. Yes, but but I, I've had other nicknames in my lifetime, and there's I have a name that's that you can modify lots of different ways. Out of my first and second name, even my last name, I've gotten many many nicknames over the years. Mm-hmm. You somehow came along, and in a moment, came up with a version, of, an iteration of my name that's never been come up, no one's ever come up with before. It's kind of, it's kind of dumb, but. I'm glad it's taken, it's taken legs. It has completely taken root. Yes. And that is how I'm known out in the podcast community. Fantastic. <laughs> is anybody aware of the concept of out-of-town Tove? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's just now kind of being born here it's recently. Now spreading its wings and yeah, that's taking just off now, a little bit. Yeah, that's leaving the nest currently. Would you like to explain the essence of out-of-town Tove? Just this persona that back at home I'm a mild-mannered kind of run-of-the-mill guy. Multiple children and mm-hmm, just kind real, of maybe be down a little bit. Real responsible, real buttoned-down. But then as soon as I as soon as I leave town, I leave I leave my home zip code. Mm-hmm. I just become this totally different person. Correct. And <laughs> do these things that are all very uncharacteristic of myself. Yes. Drinking, smoking, womanizing, and etc. It, and, it, and, and there's no better example than than when we go to Las Vegas, which we have to do each year yes. for work. I feel like you keep it, like in, in all reality, I know it's a fun bit and everything like that to pretend that you're like, you know, womanizing and doing drugs and things of that nature, which totally isn't true. It's <laughs> yeah, just that's... a funny thing to talk about. Well, it's the contrast that makes it funny, right? Yeah. Is that I truly am the exact opposite of that. <laughs> like never in my life have I done any of this. Yeah. Things. I mean, no offense, but like you're the most uninteresting person ever, right? <laughs> like you have three kids, one on the way, you live in... I'll, I'll never be the face of, of a Mexican beer. No. Per se. No. Well, I certainly didn't want the first anniversary to come and go without recognizing another very significant contribution that you had made. Thank you, Dove. I'll be right next door when you need me. <laughs> that, that gives me great comfort. Wonderful. Okay. Thanks for stopping by. Yes. All right. Yeah. See you, Dove. All right. Take it easy. I'm very excited about my next guest. He actually hasn't been on the show since his initial appearances almost one year ago. So just for the audience's benefit, just so uh, just to remind them, uh, you and I work together. Mm-hmm. We work in the same place. And the reason I wanted to have you on is because the Gravity Beard Pod- the Gravity Beard Podcast is celebrating its first anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. So this exact time last year is when we launched the show. I don't know if you remember or if you realized at the time. I mean, you remember being on the show. Yeah. You were actually on three episodes early on. Did you know or do you remember that you were on the very first episode of the show? I guess... Yes, I'm cognizant of that now, but without you telling me that, I don't know if I would have known that. Yeah, you were, were on yeah. the very first episode of this show. Nailing finals predictions. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Cavs. And, and not, not only that, 
but technically, if you go back and listen to the episode, now, do you remember who was on the show with you? Yeah, Fish. Yeah, Fish was on there, and he got fired for being on the show too often, and now he's not here anymore. <laughs> that's that's for well, I'll explain that another time. Besides mine, yours was the first voice on this very show. I love that. That's all. It's like uh, whatever the opposite of penultimate is. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. That's exactly right. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word that exists. I don't either. I don't. It should. My vocabulary is very small, <laughs> as the audience already knows. So uh, obviously. You know, if for some reason the show has ever has any kind of level of success and there becomes some gravity beard trivia, the answer yeah. to that trivia question is Patrick. Wow. Patrick is the very first voice outside of the host on the Gravity Beard podcast, and you were on episode one. That's big time. Uh huh. Now, I will tell you that you did those three episodes and then you didn't come back on the show. Yeah. The, the audience is very disappointed. I get tweets all the time, where's Patrick? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like D'Angelo, you know? You release a classic, and then you right. go away for 10 years or whatever, and then right. you come back. So, so maybe, under under just the right circumstances, you might come back on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any predictions for this year's NBA Finals? So we're about halfway done. I mean, yeah, safe prediction. I think the Warriors are going to get it done, but I'm going to root for the Cavs. Again? Yep. I think it's going to go seven games. Okay. Cool. Well, I, I didn't. There's no way I wanted to have a first anniversary episode without you being a part of it, since you were the very first voice on the show. That's awesome. Cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. See you, man. Moving on. Now I'd like to welcome my good friend Travis back to the show. Like Patrick, he was there in the very beginning when we kicked off the show. Travis and I will revisit our time together. Then we'll look back at the stats of the show from the first year and discuss the most popular episodes to date. So, Trav, thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah, glad to be a part of it. We are here to discuss the first anniversary of the Gravity Beer podcast. So before we do that, or at least where I want to begin with you, is I just want to remind the audience your specific history with the podcast. Okay. I don't know if you realize this, but you were you were on six of the first ten episodes of the podcast. Okay. So we've done over 50 total episodes, and we'll get to that in just a minute, and you were on six of the first ten. And most of those first ten were regarding the NBA the NBA Finals from last year. Do you want? Do you remember? Or do you want to explain your role on if, those on those if episodes? You could, if you could jog my memory, mostly about who won the meat bet, actually who won the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. the NBA Championship. I'll, I'll let I'll let you say. And then who won the meat bet? <laughs> yeah. So to recap, round two of the meat bet. We're using the phrase meat bet, but just explain briefly what the meat yeah, bet was. Yeah. So we had so the year before. Last year, so two years ago, uh, I lost a bet, and we had two steak dinners. So one for you and one for your wife, right? Well, what we had was we bet a steak a steak dinner per, per game. game. That's right. That's right. And so the outcome of the finals that year was four games to two. Yeah. So the net result was you owed me two steak dinners. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. And I would say you never collected on your meat bet over the course of the year. That's correct. I did not collect. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was ready. So you and I were sitting on the couch watching the Oklahoma Thunder play play the Golden State Warriors Correct. in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Cleveland had already clinched. They were already going to the finals. And you turned to me and offered me a double or nothing bet from last year's bet. Yeah. And I immediately called. Like, I did a snap call. I was like, That's right. absolutely, I will take and that And that freaked bet me out. I was like, whoa. I'll take that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the game ended, and we were out on the front porch as you were leaving. And you were, you were kind of nervous because I was so confident in calling. Yep. But then you ended up sticking with the bet. And thus was born the meat bet. Part two. Round, and it was great. Ra- round was, two. Yeah, round two. And it was back and forth. It, it went seven games. Yeah. Three games to one. Golden State's up. 
Which is an historical hold. No team had ever come never back from 3 1. I had never been so depressed in my life either, might I add. <laughs> it was all documented. <laughs> it was podcast. all documented. Right. You can find it out on the internet. Uh, <laughs> and then LeBron James doing only LeBron James could do and leads the team back from. For the first time ever. For the first out time Out of a 3 1 hole and won the first NBA championship ever for the city of Cleveland. Yep. And saved my pocketbook. Right, because you would have owed me four steak dinners. Four. Which would have been quite a hole. That's, and a, I, that's about a four or $500 bet. Then I owed you zero that's right. steak dinners. That's right. And I was victorious. And so I had decided to start a podcast. Yeah. And then the and, and I'm a sports fan. And so obviously I wanted to cover sports, but I didn't have a real clear plan. And the NBA Finals were about to start. And so I had a couple of ideas of how to cover the finals. But then I just decided, hey, we're going to cover our meat bet on part of the podcast and so thus was born those six episodes yeah right that's right it was good time it was so fun it was so fun well that was that was a ton of fun and you were the co-host of the show for the first six episodes of the podcast not the first six of the first ten this will bring back a memory for you so part of the excitement of launching a new podcast is watching the show grow from an audience standpoint so if you remember at the beginning of each episode you and I used to discuss the number of downloads that we had up to that point yeah right so if you remember after four episodes, we had 77 downloads. After five, we had 96. That was after the first week. So after the first week of episodes that we did, we had almost 100 downloads. After episode seven, we were over 100 at 113. After episode eight, we had 128 downloads. Mm-hmm. And then as we got to episode 10, which was the end of the meat bet, we had 190. We had almost 200 downloads. Do you remember us talking about yeah, those? Yeah, I remember going, oh my gosh, or... I can't remember which one, but yeah, I remember discussing. Yeah, so each one of those numbers were, were discussions we had at the beginning of each yeah. episode. Now, I mean, and we talked about it then, those aren't huge numbers. There's podcasts that have thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, like really, really popular podcasts out there. But for a couple of knuckleheads that have never done it before, didn't know anything about it, yeah. with no practice or experience, yeah. that was pretty fun. We, we, we ended up getting about 20 or 25 downloads per episode. So what I wanted to do with you, since you were part of that conversation and you were around the podcast in the beginning, talk, I wanted to talk about the show by the numbers. Okay. Now, now that we've, we're, we're at a year, I just want to look back and look at the numbers, some stats on the show okay. as we look back. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, so we've done about 38 full episodes, full-length episodes. 38. 38. Okay. We've also done 16 mini-sodes. We've had 42 unique guests on the show. I want you to guess how many downloads, unique downloads we've had for the show to date. That those are impressive numbers. Yeah. Yeah, the most impressive is the guests. Yeah, we had a lot of guests. Um, so get guests so so after 10 episodes yeah. that a year ago had 190. We had 190 so yeah. just just short of 200. How many total downloads to date? Okay, do you think we had? You had 50-ish episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with 2200 okay so your guess is 2200 yeah so i think you're going to be surprised to find out that to date we've had over 4,000 downloads wow yeah nice so, so our little show and again in the world of podcasting we recognize that's not a huge number but yeah. for us that's a big big number yeah. we've had 4,000 people download and listen to our show in the last year nice yeah so we're, we're proud of that progress we're proud of people we've reached um, but more than that, we're incredibly thankful, you know, that people think enough of our show and have downloaded it. Chances are, if you've got 4,000 downloads, you've got repeat listeners, too. So for the people that have listened to it and re-listened to it, we really appreciate that. Yeah, so we just want yeah, to say thanks to all of our listeners. That's awesome. Are you curious as to where in the world that they're listening to us? Yes. Okay. So are you, you able to know that? Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's kind of a percentage breakdown of where our listen, listens are coming from. Okay. 
because it's not just in the United States. Now, I didn't break it down within the United States because I thought it was more interesting to look at where, where else besides the United States. So here, here you go. So not surprisingly, 80% of our listenership is in the United States, but almost 9% of our listenership is in the United Kingdom. We have almost 5% listenership in Australia. We have 2% listenership in France. We have uh, just under 2% in Canada. We have 1% in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> and then we literally have like three or four listens, but still we have listens in Germany, Italy, and Norway. Wow. Yeah. So our silly little show that started a year ago with just the two of us turning on a microphone and goofing on the NBA Finals. Yeah. We're now reaching probably a dozen countries. Wow. How about that? That's awesome. I mean, how great is podcasting where a person could just do that, create yeah. a podcast and reach yeah. people around the world? It, I wonder if there's a way to know which kind of episodes drew them in or what was the like, how how they stumbled upon it. Yeah, wouldn't that be interesting to know yeah. as to how they found it? You know, I, we're, we're real active on Twitter. We've At this point, we've got uh, almost 21,000 followers on Twitter. And that's how you reach a lot of people around the world, just through social media. Now we're going to talk about some of our some of our most popular episodes. We're going to go through oh, sweet. So our number one most popular episode by far is episode 36 that we did just a few weeks ago with Derek Gotze of Vernon, Alabama. That's the guy who's hot on the trail of a guy that he thinks is the real identity of D.B. Cooper. Uh, and and that, that's an ongoing deal. I continue to have correspondence with Derek. He's continuing to work on it. He's making progress every day. We might even do a follow-up episode pretty soon. Our second most popular episode was number 28. That was the interview I did with Lisa Gale, who went viral on YouTube with her song, The Three Second Rule. Our third most popular episode was number 14, which is actually Greg's favorite episode. And that was the episode that I did with my brother-in-law and his wife called Chris and Roxanne. Number four is episode 21. That was the that was the first part of, our, of the two-part episode I did with my dad, Dad versus Technology, which is hilarious because he's grumpy. <laughs> and rounding out our top five is episode 20, which is actually the origin story of the podcast and also features Tavi Chen, the world's most famous Laotian Elvis impersonator. So that's our top five most popular episodes. So there you go. Wow. That's that's the show what by a, the numbers. What a journey. I know. You, what cool numbers, too. And, and, and we've... we've it's only been a year, which isn't that much time, yeah. but in the life of a podcast, a lot can happen. You know, the, the show has evolved a ton. We've done a ton, ton of different things. We've experimented with a bunch of things. Some things have worked and some things haven't, but, but it, it seems like it's been a lot longer. It seems like, we, like we've gone on a lot of interesting tangents and done a lot of cool things on the show in the first year. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so there re- you go. And reached all across the world. And we, we've literally reached all across the world as far away as Australia. Way to yeah. go. Way to go, Gravity Beard. Yeah. So, um, any other thoughts before we go? No, I'm grateful to be a part of it. Fun, exciting, all that good stuff. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. You're a big part of the history of the show, so I definitely wanted to do this with you and make you part of the first the first anniversary show. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you. You bet. Thanks for coming by. All right. All right. Well, that's all for today. Hopefully you enjoyed our behind-the-scenes look at our show. Don't worry, though. Our week-long anniversary celebration is far from over. Tune in tomorrow for part three where we take a deep dive into our intern situation. Come visit us on Twitter at TheGravityBeard. We're also on Facebook. Or you can email us at contactthebeard at gmail.com. We also wouldn't mind if you stop by iTunes and subscribe to the show. Come be a part of the independent podcast community by going to Underdog Pods on Twitter or searching Facebook for the Underdog Podcast Community. It's a place for creators and fans to promote and discuss their favorite independent podcasts. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeout by Silent Partner. They also provided our music bed in this episode. It's called The Messenger. 
can find both of these on the YouTube Music Library. In the intro, we used a song called Jazzy Frenchie. Find that and other great stuff at bensound.com. And now we're treating you to There Ain't No Other Way by Jingle Punks. Please check them out at the YouTube Audio Library as well. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Really exhausted. Oh, it's really exhausted. I think Neely is, is better than really. <laughs>